Good morning, everybody, and happy March 3rd, 2021. It is a wonderful Wednesday. It is bitter cold. <laughs> Uh, I want to read today's scripture first. And today I am reading from Hebrews 12. And I think I'm going to do the first, I don't know. I'm going to start at the beginning and then... Um, when I stop, I stop. So Hebrews 12, 1 through wherever I stop. <laughs> As for us, we have all we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we that the sin <laughs> oh my gosh. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination, for the path has already been marked out for us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus, who birthed faith within us, and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. So consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who opposed their own souls, so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. After all, you have not yet reached the point of sweating blood in your opposition to sin. And you, and have you forgotten his encouraging words spoken to you as his children? Jesus said, My child, don't underestimate the value of the discipline and training of the Lord God, or get depressed when he has to correct you. For the Lord's training to you, of your life is the evidence of his faithful love, and when he draws you to himself, it proves you are his delightful child. Fully embrace God's correction as part of your training, for his, he is doing what any loving father does for his children. For who has ever heard of a child who never had to be corrected? We should all welcome God's discipline as the validation of authentic sonship and daughtership. For if we have never once endured his correction, it only proves we are strangers and not sons. So Hebrews 12 verses 1 through 8 uh, from the Passion Translation. <clears throat> and today I want to continue. Um, Monday we talked about you know, holding fast and sometimes what you're battling and fighting has nothing to do with the world, even though that's what it looks like, right? Because, you know, you see a person coming at you, an organization, a situation, but the battles that are not of the world. They're really on a spiritual level, especially if you are leaning on God. Sometimes God, you know, he's there and he knows you have great things to do for him and you are starting to fulfill his plan. So the devil throws in this monkey wrench to take your attention off of God. And so Monday we talked about focusing on God, not on the problem. 
which I know is easier said than done. Trust me, I've lived it, done it, uh, and I have not always focused on God, and there's still times that I personally struggle with that. So please don't listen and think, oh, sure, I was listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, this podcast, and Lisa, the hostess, said, just focus on God, not on your problems. Life will be great. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it is, but it isn't. I mean, focus on God. We still have to work through it. And sometimes the ick and the uck, <laughs> I do like those for descriptives, the ick and the uck that we're going through could be because of our own poor choices. Yet God is correcting us. You know, it, sometimes it's not always a spiritual battle. Sometimes it's an inner battle. And what we're dealing with and facing as a result of the choices that we made whether they were good, bad, or indifferent and sometimes decisions we've made in the past come back to haunt us years later, which isn't right, I don't think, I mean, let it go but it happens and you know I, someone that I really adore and love um in the last couple weeks has just shown me such strength and resolve and an ability to um, just overcome, you know, and own up to poor decisions and move forward. And we need to look at these people and say, wow, they're like rock stars. You know what? No excuses, no, you know, they worked through the grief stage and got angry, got mad, you know, and then they're like, you know what? So, you know, you just keep your eyes focused on God and say, all right, I made a poor choice or this is happening due to nothing I've done wrong. All right, God, I give it to you. And you just keep your eyes focused on him and this ver- these verses from Hebrews talk about running a race. And I am not a runner. I have trained to do a 5K <laughs> once. And, you know, if you're a, a runner, runner, you're going, ooh, you trained to do a 5K, 3.25 miles. Woo, you go, Lisa. But I worked hard and trained hard for that 5K because I wanted to do the 5K for hospice. Because hospice has been there um, for my family, my husband's family, and they are just such a fabulous organization. And I wanted to do it to help hospice raise money, but I also did it for those that have benefited from hospice and to run the strength that they had in their fight and that motivated me right so Hebrews 12 is all about running this race and I'll have to tell you that you know I had read Hebrews before training to do a 5k and I didn't I'm like I got it but I didn't get it when you are training and you're training for to run, you know, they're talking, it talks about a marathon. I've not done a marathon, but I've done a 5k. It felt like a marathon to me. Um, it requires a level of focus 
and dedication and determination and a strong will if you're going to succeed. It requires daily exercise, daily routines. And when we are living a life as a child of God, as a servant of God, as his ambassador, um, we need to remember that it is a daily, a daily thing we're doing with and for God. And when you are doing good things and great things and you are feeling God's presence wrapped all around you and you are moving forward, sometimes life throws you a curveball. And that's not God being terrible to you. That is, all right. You have faith in God. Things are going good. But what are you going to do now that I throw you this curveball? You know, all right. So you're training for the marathon. You're training for the 5K. You are my child of God and you are living to serve me. All right. What if I put this monkey wrench into your schedule? What if I change your plans? What are you going to do? Will you still honor and respect and love me as your God, your Father God? Or are you going to turn and run <clears throat> and say, All right, this is what I get for believing in God. I want to encourage you never to lose sight and to keep your eyes focused on God. And sometimes when God opens these doors for us that we think are absolutely just what we wanted and needed. Sometimes it's not. So God does something else <clears throat> to make us kind of slow down and say, eh, I, I'm not sure. Slow down. Um, that's not where I want to take you. And other times you just don't know. All right. Is that God saying, this isn't the plan I have for you? Or is it the devil saying, uh-uh, you're not going there because you will be a bigger ambassador for God and you are going to grow his kingdom if you do that. So you have to push through the hard, the difficult, the ugly so that, you know, you can get to what it is that God has for you. And I don't have an easy answer for you. I don't know. And the only one that does know if it's a test or... Um, if it's God, you know, blocking a door or slowing you down or opening a door wide open, we won't know until we're there. And that's why when you're going through whatever it is you go through, you need to keep your eyes, your heart, and your mind focused on God because he, he knows where you need to be. And he is going to lead and guide and get you there. And we just need to trust and focus on him and not the problem. And this person I was talking about earlier, I am telling you, they 
started always with ownership, which I just, such deep respect that um, they started with the ownership, and that is huge, right? And they were angry and they've kind of worked through those grief cycle, you know, of working through it. Yet, as I uh, spoke with them the other day and just asked, you know, how are things going? And they're like, you know what? It is what it is. Um, I, I know where I want to be. I know what I want to do. Um, what happened has happened and... There's nothing I can do to change it. She, they've entrusted it to God, and I said, I will pray, you know, and I've been praying, and that God would, because God works for good, and if God has called you to do and be somewhere, nothing's going to stop God's plan. Sometimes we do, or we slow it down. We don't stop it, but we slow it down because we don't follow through with what he's called us to do but I don't know I just a lot of admiration and respect for this person's ability to just really look at this with you know ownership eyes future forward thinking eyes um, trusting God like they modeled such faith for me and they encouraged me so as we are, you know, working through this week of, um, you know, what's, you know, sometimes the battle we're fighting isn't of the world, um, then it's of a spiritual level because, you know what, you're doing what God's called you to do, you're focused on him, you're going where he has called you to go. You know, and the devil doesn't want that to happen. So they th- just this monkey wrench, and and sometimes it has nothing to do with you at all. It has to do with the other person. You know, there are those times um, that you are thrown curveballs and monkey wrenches because of somebody else. And you know what? Whatever they're going through has nothing to do with you, yet you're the one caught in the middle because they have, I don't know, something they want to stand out. They want to make their name or whatever it is, and you get it caught in the crossfires, and that happens too, and it sucks. Um, maybe that's not the nicest way to put it but that's just about what it does it just sucks right and that also requires you to really focus on God and keep your eyes focused on him and looking up and saying all right I I I give it to you God right but you're running this race So I encourage you to read uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. I think we're going to finish Hebrews Friday. Um, But regardless of what you're going through, as terrible or fabulous as it might feel or be, you need to praise God 
and keep your eyes focused and the passion translation said gaze upon God gaze upon God with whatever you're going through and trust him and every day get up and say all right Lord regardless of what happens today I trust you that this is for your glory and your good and I will be a better son or daughter of Christ because of what I am going through. Thank you that I am going through this, Jesus, because I will be a better uh, model or encourager for someone else that may want to go down this road. I will be able to say, no, don't do it. Or this is my experience and I will be able to use my testimony as a witness to encourage others as I move forward so every day as you run that race of being a son or a daughter of God take time to pray take time to look up and thank God and praise God and stay focused on him because we all have problems and stuff going on in our life. And sometimes it's so easy to get, to lose focus and focus on the problem. But when we focus on the problem or the people that are, are angst, then we lose sight and we can become miserable and depressed and anxious. And guess what? That's not what God called us to do. God has called us to be strong. God has called us to be conquerors and when you are focused on him and praying and just focusing on God not the mess I am telling you it doesn't necessarily mean the mess will go away any faster or get cleaned up quicker yet your attitude and your ability to smile and stand tall and walk through every day and strength and grace and mercy will be such a powerful witness to everyone around you. It's okay to have moments of meltdowns. It's okay to feel discouraged for a moment, but don't stay there. Get back up and finish the race because God has great things planned for you and God already overcame the world. God has already orchestrated your days in front of you. All you need to do is trust him and stay focused on him, giving him the glory, the thanks, the praise, the grace, the mercy, the love, and trust him through the process. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday or rest of your week. And if you are catching this at a different time, then God knew you needed this message today. Have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021, or have a fabulous day whenever you are listening, and just know that God loves you. God has not left you. God has not forsaken you. God is right there walking alongside you, in you, through you, and choose to stay focused on him, not the problem. And the problem may not go away any quicker, but your ability to shine and witness and be an example will be far greater than any of the trouble you're feeling or experiencing at the moment. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Lisa. I'm your hostess here at One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye.